it's time for Pop Culture Climate with me, your host, Gary. And as always, like the stink left on you from a skunk that won't go away, <laughs> it's my co-host. Thanks for that. <laughs> Daryl, that's your co-host's name. Remember that. Remember yeah. my name, Daryl. Daryl Stinky Skunky Daryl. Yeah, Daryl well, Yeah, what a marvellous introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried, I tried. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I, I thought, you know, I've, I've missed you, I haven't seen you in person, I, I've missed what you smell like. I mean, you've always, re- <laughs> you've always reminded me of Pepe Le Pew. You know I mean, like, I've always kind of thought, if you were French, you know, that's how you'd play it. You know I mean, like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why it is, I don't know where it's coming from, but I was watching Space Jam the other day and I just got this overwhelming feeling, like feeling, I was like, you know what, that's that's why Daryl doesn't get as much action as he should, because he hasn't got that smooth French accent that he was supposed to have, and the black and white fur. I really thought, you know, like, if you'd have had those two combinations, do you know what I mean, like... You know, you could always become a furry, I suppose. You know, oh, yeah, a, yes. And you could put on a mock French accent. It's not too late, Daryl, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That is what I'm trying to say. And with, and with that tremendous <laughs> opening intro, I want to I want to start this show as I always do. Even though this show seems to change format, uh, this show che- seems to change time that it goes out, there's one thing that I don't ever want to change. And that's asking you the same question at the start of every show. And that is... How you been, Daz? I've been fantastic, Gary. You expected that, was you? Have you? No, that's a lie. I've been terrible. <laughs> well, it might be a lie, but it's a much better, much more PG way of saying it <laughs> than the last time <laughs> I asked you that question. <laughs> well, well, so well, well go back good. and change it. Right. Um, yeah. Talking about pivots. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to pivot the show format. Pivot! Pivot! Yeah, Last week we tried uh, Bob's Jobs and Life Hacks and that didn't work out too well, did it? Uh, no, no, it didn't really. Uh, I think we went to Bodge and less life. Yes, uh, I know, exactly. So, so I've been I've been listening or been reading a book, I should say, about 1999, the best year for films ever. Apparently. Was it? Was oh, it? No. I suppose you had Matrix. Yeah. What else come Fight out in 99? Cl- <laughs> Matrix, Fight Club, Being John Malkovich. Um, what else came out? There was lo- there's, loads of, there's loads and loads of films that all came out. Didn't do really well at the box office, and then everyone got them a DVD and watched them forever. Like Being John Malkovich, <laughs> like Fight Club. Not like The Matrix. Or like, well, but, although it wasn't in 99, but The Shawshank Effect. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but when I well listen to it, well, read, I keep saying listen to it. It's an audio book. I was listening to. It. I wasn't really reading it. I should say that. I, I just find something hit me. What we're going to do now, from now on, this podcast is dedicated to teen comedies, and that's it. That's all we're going to do. We're going to review and talk about teen comedy <laughs> movies. Not another teen movie. Ghost yeah. World. Oh, mate. Lady oh. Bird. It's um, like you've climbed into my brain. And found yes. the exact thing that you I didn't don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand teen comedies. You I can't. Hate What's wrong with you? So much. I'd what are you talking about? Day. I'd watch it one You'd a day every one day. A... That explains yeah, yeah. more. I have learned in that one sentence more about you <laughs> than I would learn 
in a hundred therapy sessions. Uh, like, just that one <laughs> sentence alone. <laughs> uh. Oh, we laugh, but it's true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> um, but um, as I as I as I have one of the two veto um, votes, I, I will be vetoing <laughs> that. One of the two VO votes. There's only two of us in the podcast. <laughs> but look, as I as I so clearly demonstrated before, when I tried to demote you from co-host to guest contributor, yeah, it was made quite clear by my lawyers that you still had equal say in it, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I said, so, so I was like, how do, I was like, how do I get out of this? I was like, well, you know, if you've watched enough teen comedy dramas, you'll know what to do. I'm like, well, I haven't. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, I yeah. haven't. Because that's one like. So many teen comedies are based uh, based on two people starting a podcast together and who's got the right to do stuff. That's like one well, of the, the main is, themes. The thing is, they were telling me this, but I haven't watched enough of them to know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know if they, I didn't know if I was getting sold up the river. That's what I've got to say, Joe. I didn't know. And then they said to me, they said, "Look, all right." And one of the common plot themes in it is that you have to try and convince. Uh, a jury of your peers. I don't know where we're going to find a jury of your peers, Gary, <laughs> but you got to find a jury of your peers and you've got to convince them that Daryl is mentally unstable and that he is not making any of his decisions in sound body and mind. Now, I did just offer them up your entire Twitter page uh, and they said, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that can't be submitted in court. I said, OK, don't worry about it. I said, just listen to the next episode. I said, he's going, he's become a pivoting monster. I said, he's, there's no controlling him. Said, he's, he's gone off the deep end. I said, I'm trying to pull him back for the safety of everything and everything holy. People are all worried about this pandemic, this COVID. I'm worried about this pivot pandemic I've got going on. I don't know what my new normal is. People are talking about the new world what is my new world is this my new world is this what i've got to come and walk into every week i was like look and and then as i was going through this whole breakdown i suddenly realized i was in a straight jacket and uh, <laughs> things weren't really going to plan <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I managed to catch myself just as they were just as they were about to close the cell door i was like hang on a second this has gone horribly wrong i think i need to pivot and um, so, so with that in pivot mind, you pivoted from being inside in a straitjacket to uh, unsane and in a straitjacket. No, no, you shouldn't. What? No, no, I've got that no. one wrong. <laughs> anyway, I've <laughs> well, got a bit lost there. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what it was, right? Do you know what it was? What's that? It now? all started during the week when I lost myself. Okay. Okay. Right. When I suddenly, I suddenly had. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest identity crisis I've ever had in my life, right? Because yeah. I sat down now, as you know, you know, I live in a Chinese household, and yeah. you know, my, my, my partner is, is Chinese. <laughs> What's a Chinese household? It sounds like a kind of home, you know, like a Georgia semi-detached. I live in a Chinese household. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. exactly as you as you think it is, yeah. So so I live in a, I live in a Chinese household as as we've now described. It was a certain period of uh, of architectural buildings. And um 
and in this household, obviously I live with Chinese people, and that may come as a big surprise to you. <laughs> that was not the big revelation to me. If that if that was the big revelation, <laughs> then, then we really got to start questioning things. <laughs> Gary, you've been there for how many years now? You've only just noticed. <laughs> I don't see colour, Daryl. I don't see colour or race, okay? That's all it is. I just thought I was really stupid and I couldn't understand things. That's all it was. I was like, it's like I don't understand people at the best of times. It's probably just me. That's what it is. And you know when you, you know when you go too far, when you haven't asked somebody their name, you've known them for too long. That's what happened to me. I got to that stage, I was like, oh no, I can't ask them now. Now it's insulting. Now if I ask them, they're going to think I haven't been paying attention to them. They're going to think that I've been ignoring them. But of course, that also wasn't my my, my epiphany. <laughs> that wasn't my moment, Dale. That sent me over. That wasn't my moment that sent me over the edge. That wasn't it, right? So what happened? Right? What happened? <laughs> right. So as you know, as you know, and, and, and now as I think anybody knows, I live in a Chinese household, right? <laughs> And it, and it became it became apparent to me the other day, and uh, and 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 what you may not know is is a is a very popular is a very popular game, uh, especially uh, in China, and you learn this being in a Chinese household. Right? It's a very popular game called mahjong. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. and and if you know me, you know I love you know any kind of competition, anything competitive, anything right, that you okay. know where I can get one over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also don't like losing. I really don't no. like losing. And they've been playing mahjong, and although I, I learned you know to count to ten. You know, and things like that. And I learned, you know, some, some basic. <laughs> when did you learn to count to ten? You mean in Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean in English. <laughs> I mean in English. For, for years, for years, I've just been, for the last couple of years, people are like, how old are you? I'm like, three and zero. <laughs> like, uh, I'm now three and one. <laughs> you can count to ten, but you miss out on nine. Exactly, exactly. This is it. So I'm like, and, and actually, funny enough, this week, I don't know what drove me to do it. Maybe it's the rest of this, this story that drove me, because I really did go insane. But do you know what I've been randomly doing this week? And I don't know What's why that? I was doing it either. I decided to not turn left. I just right, decided, no. what would it be like? What would it be like if you never turned left? So I uh, spent you... an entire day where I did not take a left turn. I didn't document it. I didn't like take a video or write <laughs> it down. I didn't even tell anybody I was doing it. I would just like, I'd go into a room and obviously if I realised I had to turn left, I'd just spin around on the spot. And I must admit, like, you some kept giving me some weird looks. Like, why are you doing that? And I was just like, when you know, you'll know. You know, like, and, and, and I know. And I've got to say, you know, we, we, we look at, we watch Zoolander, and obviously the whole gag is that his character can't turn left. And like, yep. when you stop to think about it, I'm like, actually, the effort that's required to turn right so that you can turn left without turning left but still turning right, <laughs> actually, that is really hard. Like, and I don't think people give Ben Stiller enough credit the way he made it look like that character genuinely did not know how to turn left. It was tremendous. But anyway... The Oscars in the post. Well, hang on, 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 Gary. What's this got to do with UPS drivers? Um, I don't know what it's got to do with UPS drivers. They can't, t- got... they can't turn left, can they? Can they not? I didn't nope, know that. But they, 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 I think it's UPS. They mark, or is it, uh, might be Federal Express. They're mapped because oh, you right. can turn, on in America, you can turn right on the red light. Oh, okay, right. Because the way it goes, because there's no traffic coming, so you can always turn right on the red light. 
So yeah. what they did is they so it's, so it's safer to turn right on a traffic light than it is to turn left. So what they did is they make it so it plots it out so you can't turn left. So everything's turning right. So when they go, they might have to turn left once, but all the whole journey is just going around in an ever decreasing circle because they're always turning right to get to like the last house. NASCAR makes so much more sense to me now. Exactly. So much more sense. But anyway, but before... Let me, what's this got to do with got, Mahjong? Right, yeah, yeah, Mahjong, Mahjong. Right, so anyway... So they've been Mahjong, Mahjong, I'm English, mate. Came... We, say, we say Mahjong in England, we don't say Mahjong. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I don't even know. <laughs> Hang on a second. No, it's a Chinese word. You pronounce we don't it. say Chinese. No, Mahjong. We don't say Chinese in England, we say Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and, and funny enough, when you were saying that, all I could think of was um, the uh, the Thanos character in Simpsons. Oh, what's his name? Who's playing it? Uh, Marvel yeah. guy, uh, Feige. Feige. When yeah. you said that, all I could think was Kevin Feige's character in Simpsons. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Chinos. I digress. Yeah, Chinos. Exactly right. I digress. I don't even know, by the way, how long we've been recording for. I am actually not hosting this session, so I haven't got a clue. So it's going to be really fun to find out how much of this I've recorded and how much of it I've got to try and squeeze into the two-hour gap that we're currently <laughs> occupying people. So anyway, as I get back to the story, because it's you know me. I, I don't, it is absolute gibberish. <laughs> it is going somewhere. It is going somewhere. <laughs> Right, but you, but you know me. I don't like going off on tangents. I like to go from point A <laughs> to point B. I'm very clear and concise with my stories. Yeah, in fact, only ever turning right. That's what, that's all your conversations. That makes it, it explains everything, Gary. <laughs> in your conversation, if you have to turn left, you can't do it, so you turn right, which is why they'll go all over the place for. But it takes exactly. you four hours to get anywhere. That exactly. makes sense. <laughs> Exactly. This is what I've been trying to show to you. I've been trying to prove to the world. That it, and you know how hard that is? It is so hard. It's so hard. But anyway, right. So here's here's my point of, of many, of many, many points I made. Um, so so they, they like playing Mahjong. But here's the problem, Daryl. They play for money, right? Oh. And it's Dang one on, that's, thing... That's racist. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, please enlighten me. <laughs> you, you, you just called a. You just said a. You just called a. Uh, some, a, a <laughs> you just called a bunch of Chinese. <laughs> I just called <laughs> a bunch of Chinese. No, just called the Chi the Chinese household you live in a bunch of gamblers. No, what are you talking? I just said bunch of. I just said they play for money. Where did you get that from? I just. All I said was they they play for money. I have. I don't know what's what's coming through down the moment. I think I've driven you insane in this. As I said to you, this was part of my lawyer probe to get you thrown off the show, get him to listen to this, drive you insane with a story that's going absolutely nowhere. Yes. <laughs> to the point you look at yourself going, he has spoken about this one thing for an hour and 44 <laughs> minutes they and he hasn't made be. a point yet. They said exactly. it could be done, but I hadn't met <laughs> Gary. Exactly. Which actually, and, and as you know, there is a legendary story where I told one of my shaggy dog tail jokes and I, I told it and I'd never done it before. And it's like a two line joke, three line at best. And I told it without interruption for 28 minutes off the cuff, without interruption. 
And I wish somebody had recorded it, but it'll just have to go down on one of those legends, myths. They'll probably do like a 30 for 30 on ESPN one day. You know, like, <laughs> did this really happen? You know, the legends were, but could one man really do 28 minutes without a break, without knowing what he's going to say before? And legend has it, he didn't actually take a breath. But anyway, right, so that's that, that's a different story. We're not going to go into that today. That, that's that's you, What we don't want to do hang is we don't want to detract on, from on, the hang, main hang story. On. Which is Mayong. Yes, it was major, right? So, so that's the so 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 they kept they kept saying to me, "Let's play some mahjong," and I kept saying, "I don't know how to play mahjong. I know how to play mahjong, but I don't know how to play mahjong." I said, "But you know, but they wanted to play for money." And here's the problem: you see, is I'm not very good at the game, and the fact is, is that I'm also not very good at speaking Chinese. No, and, exactly, and that's that. That's half my problem is... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Gary. So you're yeah. saying that not only these yeah. bunch of Chinese uh, gamblers, yeah, degenerate gamblers, yeah, they're also sneaky... Oh, we lost you for a like, second there, Daz. We lost you for a I second. Not only are the Chinese gamblers, yeah, they're also sneaky. What are you saying about the Chinese people, Gary? No! <laughs> no, I'm not saying this about an entire demographic of people, Daryl. I'm talking well, about say... simply... No, I am merely saying the entire demographic of people that I have met. <laughs> okay, so... They live in the same house as me. Yeah, exactly. They live in the same house as me for those that are only literally catching on to the show right now. Because if you jump on now, it sounds so bad. <laughs> but uh, in my defence, in my defence, OK, the people in this household will make it abundantly clear to you that there is only one reason they asked me to play Mahjong with them. Although they keep pronouncing it Mahjong. And I don't understand why. <laughs> the reason they keep asking me to play Mahjong with them is because they want my money. They keep saying that. They keep, every time they're like, how much? They don't ask me. They don't say to me, do you have free time tonight? They don't say to me, would you like to play uh, Mahjong? <laughs> In fact, they never say, do you want to play Mahjong? They've never once said that to me. But what they do, the first thing they'll always ask me, before anything, they don't even ask me how I'm feeling. You know, the first thing they say is, how much money do you have in your pocket? That's the first question they ask me, and, I, and, and instantly I know that if I agree to what comes next, the answer to that question will be nothing. <laughs> there will be nothing left. <laughs> so, and, and one time I did fall for it, and 50 quid down after 15 minutes into the game, I kind of realised I was a little bit out of my depth here. And I was a little bit embarrassed, I must admit, you know me, I don't like losing. So I stepped away. I said, "This, this, this Mejong and me, we're done." <laughs> you know, and I mean, sometimes, as as Kenny Rogers would tell you in the Gambler song, Darrell, and this is what you've got to understand about hang the on, beauty of that on, song. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have you realised what this is? This is a shaggy dog story, isn't it? Right, so after some uh, some technical difficulties, there was not us just laughing hysterically to the point we thought we can't, we have got to cut this off. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get some form of off com complaint. People are like they've got these hackling jackals down the line. Like, there's some animal cruelty going on. <laughs> like, 
I'll tell you the animal cruelty. I'll tell you the animal cruelty. is me having to look at Daryl's face. But anyway, as we move <laughs> on, that's my, my, my one per show. It's my one per hey, show. I'm the, I'm the skunk, so it's actually me looking at your face. It's the animal cruelty, mate. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, at, I'm, having, I'm having a look at your, your, your wrinkly backside. <laughs> you know, your chocolate starfish. I'm having a look at that and it stinks. It stinks. Right. And anyway, as Kenny Rogers always used to say, Right, especially when he was talking about Majon. He yeah. always used to say, he used to say, you gotta know when to hold him. <laughs> you gotta know when to fold him. <laughs> and you gotta know when to walk away when the deed is done, right? That's now yeah. me and Kenny, we were we were close friends before, unfortunately, sad passing and due to the pandemic I wasn't able to go to his funeral, otherwise you'd have seen me there front and centre. But then actually, to be fair, when you're as famous as I am, you, you tend to not go to these things because you end up drawing attention away. It's why I never allow myself to appear in, in newspapers or social media articles or really kind of let anybody know I exist. That way, <laughs> that way, despite being a celebrity, I get to maintain my private life as well, right, where okay. I get to play plenty of Mejon. Right? So anyway, <laughs> so there I am. I'm playing... <laughs> I was, I was playing I was playing Majel and Stop after about 15 <laughs> after about 15 minutes after about 15 minutes I'm 50 quid down right and, and, and that's right. not and I am swear they were making rules up they're going oh yeah we've got this tile and that quadruples the price you've got to pay us I'd get the same tile I'd be like oh so you've got to pay me four times like oh no no because you've now got it and it's appeared twice in the game you've now got to give everybody 10 pounds from your personal saving account I'm like how is that how is this one of the rules of the game but apparently you know if you if you grow up in a Chinese household this is just things that become second nature to you Right, okay. <laughs> so, right. So, so I said no. I said I'm not having it anymore. I said I'm a man of of I don't know. <laughs> I'm a man of something. <laughs> I was going to say conviction. <laughs> I'm more likely to be convicted than have convictions. So I think that, I don't think I can, uh, in, in, in all honesty, say that about myself. As I'm frantically attempting to not stop talking because that ruins any good Shaggy Dog story. <laughs> whilst I look for my laptop charger, as I suddenly realise that I'm now sub ten percent, <laughs> and I'm desperately, desperately fiddling around in the dark trying to find those, those magic, those magic holes that I can plug it into ask my missus she'll tell you I'm not very good at it so, and this quarantine and extra practice has not made me any better you know they say you know what they say right they well, say what you do but what you do is you turn the, is yeah. what you do is you turn the phone on first and you use the torch from the phone so you can see where the phone need is and plug it into the back of it Oh, you know what? I thought you were talking about what me and my missus get up to in the dark for a second then. And I was like, Daryl, if you've seen me naked, you you and I both know that one of the best things about nighttime is that you don't get to see me naked. You do not introduce a flashlight. You just don't do that. Not, <laughs> not when it comes to me. Have you seen? And also, have you ever noticed how pale I am? Have you ever noticed how if I, I mean... Honestly, I could get part-time gigs during this quarantine as like a ghoul in haunted houses. I wouldn't even need to wear weight makeup. Imagine that. Imagine it, right? But anyway, I digress again. And and you know me, I don't like to digress. I've no, been exactly. I mean, you're going to listen back to this, right? And in your head at the moment, because remember, this is all about me proving to uh, a jury that you're not a sound body and mind. Now, in your <laughs> head at the moment, you 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 think you think I've got. You, <laughs> 
I think this is a shaggy dog story. The same you shaggy think dog story that you mentioned earlier. That's what I think this is. I think <laughs> you caught you in a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. You never told, it's a trap. You never told me what that shaggy dog story was about. I never did. I never did. But no. I can assure you think, that this is not... Think, and I think I'm trapped now trapped into that new shaggy dog story. No. No, no, this is it. It's not that shaggy dog story. It's not that one. But because you don't know, it's driving you insane. You think it is. You think you know just enough, just enough to think you're on the right. But you this are a, not. You've heard of Schrodinger's cat. This is Schrodinger's shaggy dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you don't, is you it don't sh- know. Is it shaggy or not? You don't yeah. know until is you get a, Scooby out. Is this a shaggy dog story? Or is, is uh, Gary just talking absolute nonsense for 30 minutes is there gonna be a do you know what this, I'm or is there not <laughs> you don't know till you've opened the box and had a look inside that's what it is exactly and do you know what right there's been revelations in this conversation revelations right because do you know what i've just realized and it is this is honest to god right honestly this isn't even part of this right this is a genuine revelation it's such a revelation that i am willing to come off peace here i'm willing to go off on a tangent right and this is me doing that right this must be a revelation and remember this whole story is about a revelation I've had <laughs> and midway through <laughs> telling you about my revelation I'm having a <laughs> so anyway right, do, you know what, do you know what I just realised what's that Gary right? Scooby Doo is a sh- <laughs> Scooby Doo is a shaggy dog story right because he's shaggy's dog so the whole series is one long shaggy dog story the whole thing the whole thing is it is as clear to me now than anything think about it it's a whole story about a talking dog that goes around it makes no sense it's just one long punchline from beginning the whole thing is set up so they can get to the end of it and say i would have got away with it if it wasn't for those pesky kids and the dog his owner is called shaggy the dog's owner is called shaggy how have we never noticed this before? Last week, we uncovered the Netflix Dead Dad uh, conspiracy. This week, this week, we've uncovered the Scooby-Doo is a Shaggy Dog story conspiracy. <laughs> and that isn't even... Daryl, Daryl, you have to understand. Don't understand, Daryl. That's not even my revelation. That's not even it. That's just a revelation inside of a revelation. Like an enigma wrapped in a mystery. We are just... Un- uh, we are going deep inception here, Daryl. We are a dream inside of a dream, inside of a dream, inside of a fever dream, inside of a wet dream, inside of another fever dream. We could just keep going down. That's how far down we are. So anyway, right? So as I said, the story's all about revelations. <laughs> so, so there I was. I was 50 quid down, right? And this game of Mejon. Right? And and that song, the Kenny, the, the Kenny Rogers song. I think it's a Kenny Everett. Then. Uh, the Kenny, the Kenny... <laughs> so I got... What's wrong with me? <laughs> so the Kenny Rogers song started going through my head. And right. I thought, I've got to walk away from this, right? But I'm right. a man of pride, Daryl. I'm a man of pride. Right, okay. And I was like, I've, and I'm also a man who has pride, <laughs> who's a man of pride, who has prided himself, <laughs> right? Please. I've prided myself. I'm making a start, please. That one I'm proud of myself. I'm being a winner. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not breaking down. Right, yeah, carry on. 
Right. So I've prided myself on being a winner. That's right. what I've prided myself on. So <laughs> I've lost this game of Mahjong, right? And I yeah. knew I needed to fold them and I needed to walk away. Right. And I and I thought to myself, I said, why did I lose this game of Mahjong? I said, Do you know what it is? It's because I'm not playing with home field advantage. That's what right. it is. <laughs> Although they kept telling me it's probably because it's Mahjong, not Mahjong. <laughs> it's the reason why I'm so bad at it. But I thought, no, that can't be it. <laughs> it, can't, it could never be it. It's it's home field, it's home field advantage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I thought to myself. How can I get home field advantage in this game in this game of money? In this game of money. Right. So so I challenged them to a game of Monopoly, right? Right, okay. Not any Monopoly, Pokemon Monopoly. I thought right, I'm okay. really gonna go for home field advantage here. They may be experts on, on Mahjong, but I'm an expert yep. on Pokemon and you know, how can I trick them into this game? I introduce a bit of money into it. You know, like a right, bit of money, okay. bit of you know, like you know, every every uh, monopoly, ten pounds counts as a pound. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. You know, just sweeten yeah, the yeah, pot yeah. a little bit. Sweeten sour the pot a little, as we say in this household. And uh, I wouldn't say outside of this household to get a lot of trouble. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, in fact, I don't condone anybody repeating that other than me. <laughs> I really would not. Gary, Gary, Gary. What has happened to you this week? Why? What's going on? Did someone touch you in a bad place or something, Gary? What, 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 what's happening? Is this a cry for help? That's the problem. That's the, that's the problem. I'm not doing these shows live with you anymore. So I haven't been touched in an inappropriate place. I forgot what it feels like, Daryl. I forgot what it feels like. Oh, you snorted. I keep... Uh, uh, I, snorted I, keep I keep picking my doll up and touching it in the same places that you would touch me, but it's not the same, Daryl. It's not. The, it's not like you can get a voodoo doll and re. I wasn't. Yeah. Do you know people? Right. And anyway, because I don't want to go off the yeah. town, I want to keep to the point. So I'll just. I'll just quickly say this. This. This point quickly, and then I'll get back to the point. You know, have you heard of phantom limb syndrome? Phantom limb. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've heard of phantom limb. Yeah. Yes. So, this is all relevant. This is all relevant. Right, so I'd heard of it as well, obviously. It's <laughs> the reason I'm bringing it up. <laughs> and during this, during this quarantine, during this lockdown, <laughs> during, during this lockdown, I'm like, so I've been. I've been so so missing you inappropriately touching me that I've I've got so used to it that I've got this phantom limb syndrome where I feel like I've got a hand permanently on my ass. I'll bleep that out for the PG viewers. Permanently, I got so attached to it. But the point is, I'm starting to come to the terms of the realizations that it's a phantom hand. It's not really there. And that's what I think's happened to me, Daryl, is I'm starting to break down as I'm realising this is my new reality. I no longer have your big, oversized hand covering the entirety of my right cheek. And what people don't know, and people don't know this, because we need to get back to... What has this got to do with Mahjong? What has this got to do with... 
Monopoly, we're at Monopoly, Gary. Right, concentrate, Monopoly, Gary. We're at Monopoly. No more okay. tangents. We're at Monopoly. No, no, I will concentrate. I was just going to let people know that we used to drive nine o'clock at night on a Sunday during the winter to do our show. It got really cold, people, so don't judge, right? That's all I wanted to... I wasn't going to go on another tangent about how, you know, your hands cover time. You can move it from one side to the other. It, you know, you don't get that sweaty, horrible feeling when you wear long johns or anything like that. I wasn't going to go down that route. I was going to go straight back to Monopoly, right? Right. So, <laughs> so here we are. So I think, all right, home field advantage, I've got this, right? Yeah. Pokemon and Monopoly. Yeah, uh, uh, Pokemon and Monopoly. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> We're English. We say, we say Pokemon. We don't say Pokemon. We're English. <laughs> we say we say Mahjong and, and what, am I, what am I saying in my English? What, what, what am I going to say? I can't remember. Do I say Pokemon Maj- or Pokemon? Yeah, po- 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 Pokemon, Chinese, Mahjong. Right. Okay. I can't remember any of that. But anyway, I'll see how I go. Anyway, right. So, I've got a lot to remember, right, Daryl? As you can see, there's been a lot of facets to this story. You know, some people, some people get to the end of this segment, right? They're going to. Some people are going to get to the end of this segment, right? They're going to listen to it. Then they're going to say, <laughs> "What's he talking about?" So I remember, I could have told that story in two. The one in his swore in two lines. That's what people are going to say. But I like to paint a picture. I like to paint a picture with words. With words, exactly. though. Not being able to turn left. Really if, not helping. It's <laughs> not really helping, right? So anyway, so there we were. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get him in. I'm going I'm to win back my pride because I'm a prideful man, remember? And prideful right. men need their pride. Right? <laughs> like a lion. I'm a Leo, Daryl. I'm a Leo, right, giving okay. away my date of birth there. So like a lion, I have my pride, although that's technically a different pride. I suppose that's a pride of animals, whereas mine's more of an emotional sort of self-indulgent <laughs> sense of being an egotistical. But but anyway, right, you get the general... They're spelt the same. As long as you understand the spelling, you know the word that I'm going for. Are they are they spelt the same, actually? I'm not entirely sure. I could be an idiot right now. I don't know. Anyway, we digress, and we don't want to do that because we're so near the end of this story. So right, okay. there I am. I've got them to agree right. to play Pokemon. And, right. well, I, I didn't get my father-in-law to agree because I'm not entirely sure he knows what Pokemon is. Um, no. But he knows what Pokemon is, like. Got, he doesn't know what Pokemon is. He does, yeah, he does. And, and apparently he knows what a game called Mahjong is, but not Mahjong. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not entirely sure I trust him, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not sure. I've got a feeling he was part of this whole this whole setup. And you'll, get, and you'll understand yeah. what I mean in a second, right? But anyway, right? Because this is this. The worst thing is, you think you think this is a shaggy dog story, right? Everything has happened so far. Everything I've mentioned has happened. If although the fact that I can't remember everything I've mentioned does leave some <laughs> some doubt in my voice. Um, in fact, I remember very little of what I've mentioned. I can only remember what the end of this is. That's all I can remember. I went a bit savant okay. during this. I kind of just spoke without engaging my brain. Although when you listen back, that's quite obvious to people. <laughs> So anyway, right. So so I get them involved in this game, and there I am, and I'm thinking, I've got them, I've got them. Uh, you know, the the community chest, the 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 or the Pokemon Oak, and and the the Ash Trainer cards. They're written in English. You know, uh, there there's there's like you know the same kind of like you know spots on Monopoly boards, but they're all different Pokemon. I'm thinking, oh, you know, maybe they won't, you know. And 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 here's here's the whole point, right? 
So I get my mother-in-law to play. And she starts the game making out like she's never played Monopoly in her life. Like, doesn't have a clue what's going on. We roll the... Oh, hang on, wait. We roll the dice and we move our piece and we can jump over. No, no, you can't do that. You can... No, no. no. And she's like... So she's moving around. Honestly, for the first turn, I really... I was convinced. And, 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 and I was like, this is it. I've got them. Like, the mother-in-law can't play. The two sisters, they're arguing with each other. We get round the first board, and I'm like, guys, guys, should we do, like, you know, auctions? Make it a bit fun, you know, if we land on it, you know? Because yes, I'm thinking... That is the rule. Yeah, You're supposed to do auctions at the yeah, beginning I, of the game. I know you're supposed to, Daryl, but I wanted to make it look like I was doing them a favour. Remember, I'm hustling them. You know, like right, I'm, okay, I'm right, trying okay, to win yeah. back because I'm a prideful man. Remember, yeah, we went through the whole story about lions. Yeah, yeah. And then how? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tiger King episode. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. If you've seen that Tiger King episode, it really won't fill you in on this story at all. <laughs> Not whatsoever. <laughs> but, but if you've seen Tiger King, then you might know what a lion is if you've seen Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have gone with, you know, maybe that famous that famous Disney film that teaches you Tiger. all about lions. Bolt. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> right. Anyway, because look, uh, I mean, I think the the audience really they, they want to hear the conclusion. Uh, to what is a real story? You think this is a shaggy dog story? This actually yes, happened to me. This is legit, right? So I played right, Monopoly. Okay. I played Monopoly, yeah. and the first time we're going around the board, and not not a clue. Like, oh, what is this? Oh, was this? Yeah. Oh, I get twenty five per roll. Do I? Oh, okay, okay. So we're going round. Says nothing. Doesn't and, and honestly, right, the mother-in-law doesn't say a word to me. We're going around, she's like picking up and, and we're doing auctions. She's like, oh, I, I, I'll buy that. You know, like, and we're thinking, are you sure? Are you sure you want that? She's like, oh, well, I don't really know what I'm doing. But if well, obviously not to me. Apparently, this is what she's saying to her daughters. Apparently, right? That's all right, I'm saying. Okay. All I'm saying is apparently. So apparently, that's <laughs> that's what she's saying. <laughs> We get we get two we get two places round, and all of a sudden, or you know, a couple of goes round. I suddenly realised that nobody can make a set except for my mother-in-law, and I suddenly realised that not only can she, is she the only person that can make a set, she also has all of the gas and electric as well, and it suddenly dawned on me that in about five turns she had complete and excuse the pun here control over the board. Uh, I bet you thought I was going to say Monopoly there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. you see, you see, and I thought I'd bring the, I thought I'd bring well, the tone said, down a bit. You me? said, excuse the pun, control. It's like, that's not a pun. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, I was trying to throw you off there because you were expecting some sort of joke. That's what you, you was expecting yeah. me to say something that was going to allow me to come off point where I don't end up telling you the rest of this. That is a beautiful right. sound, Daryl. I've got to say, that is, for, for all of our listeners at home, they're like, you know what this story was missing? A little bit of Daryl Wheaton, some crisps. That's what we were missing. But anyway, I said, and do you know what she declares? She what, declares Wheaton? after the... F- she, no, yeah, the she, de- she declares... Yeah, she declares after the fifth round, exclusively, has not said a word in English the entire game. The entire game, not one. She turns to me, looks me square in the eye, and says, I will not trade with you. You've lost. And I'm like, I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, all the girls start trading between themselves. And I'm sitting there with Jack, Daryl. With Jack. Right, okay. 20 minutes later, I am broke. 
and I am out of the game. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't <laughs> play Monopoly with your 53-year-old Chinese mother-in-law. And that was it, Daryl. That's all I wanted to let you know. That was it. That was it. Was I just wanted to let you know that. Was that, that was the revelation? <laughs> that was the revelation. Don't play Monopoly with your 53-year-old Chinese mother-in-law. I. The thing is, right, now, now not a lot of people know this about me, but I tend to like to give out life advice, you know, um, and for as long as I can remember, I've always said that. Always, I've, I've said that there's never been any better life advice given to me than never play Monopoly with your 53-year-old Chinese mother-in-law. I think yep. that of all the bits of advice that are out there, I've never heard anything more universal than that. Everybody can take that and run with it. Maybe for half an hour if they're good enough. <laughs> so, so Daryl, what have you been up to? No, I'm sorry, we've run out of time, Daryl. We've run out of time. <laughs> so, I mean, if you'd have kept that a little bit more succinct, Daryl, we might have given, you know, maybe, but I think you went a bit OTT there. <laughs> I, I don't think we could put that on the radio. I don't think we could put that on the radio. I do not think anyone will listen to that absolute cap clap trap that you just made to pull out of your bottom for 45 minutes and it absolutely it 45 minutes it's about that not only is it not a shaggy dog story it's absolute nothing story that was a nothing burger yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah that. What was the exactly. that was the revelation that was the revelation yeah, that, do not play yeah yeah, don't play Monopoly with your 50... Oh, no, this is going out on radio, Daryl. This is gold. This is this is, the, this is that Rumpelstiltskin gold weaving we were talking about. People don't listen to our... They, all they want is the, the, the absolute gruff. You know, like, they don't, don't want anything that makes any sense whatsoever. I've had, I've had feedback from people on the show those people were myself leaving voice memos, <laughs> but but what I said to myself, what I said, I said people, this is what they like, Gary. This is what they like. This is what this will get Daryl in the mood. So anyway, so that's our intro so to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so on to the next segment is pop culture recommendations, and Gary's gonna sharp now. And I'm Rick. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I reckon I'm going to give myself, I'm going to recommend, I give my voice a little break, and that's what I recommend. <laughs> oh. I'm snotting all over the place. Oh, God. <laughs> right, okay. This is beautiful, beautiful radio. Beautiful radio. <laughs> yes, that was, that was fantastic. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I, need a, I need a pause just to get my breath back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. I'm sweating. I'm sweating from telling, I'm profusely sweating from telling that story. I'm like, I'm not a man that sweats either. I'm not. Like, oh. I am like I am saturated. Right. Saturated. I anyway. I typed in, I typed into the doc the doc podcasts that don't turn left when you said about not turning left. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was forty two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gary. Well, there you go, Gary. <laughs> yes. Before we get to the yes. pop culture recommendations, I think we need to take a break. Oh, that's that, 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 that well out by you, Zach. That grunt. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I can't breathe. <laughs> and we're back from that break. And welcome to the Pop Culture Climate, the show that doesn't turn left. Does it, gal? 
<laughs> no, you know I'm not supposed to be speaking at the moment. <laughs> You're still here. Gary's still losing it, so I'm going to try to carry on without him laughing and setting me off. Right, so pop culture recommendations. We're all still in the pandemic. It's still all happening, but there's plenty of stuff that sort of dropped in May. So we've got a lot to get through, which uh, I don't think we can get through all now since Gary's done 45 minutes on absolute nothingness, but we'll carry on regardless. We'll keep strong. Right. So first up, Gary, first up, we've got Gangs of London. And this is not a laughing matter. This show is not nothing to be laughing at, Gary. This is not a comedy. <laughs> you can't say lies like that. <laughs> oh, oh god okay okay all right okay for the li- listeners at home i'm gonna pull myself together now all right okay because i have right. actually watched the trailer for this right i'm back in the game i'm back in the game people this uh, is recommends not... yeah yeah this is recommends did you... so yeah did, I not did you not watch this did you not watch this i watched the trailer and right, okay um and and, and i've no, I can't. I, can't. I can see what I had to catch myself. For the listeners at home, obviously, I'm trying to make you lose your 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 not to make you not sound of body and mind. But but for the listeners at home, I probably should keep some form of structure to what I'm doing. Without, I nearly I nearly found myself going off on one again. Then I was like, no, I can't. I can't. Right. On a serious on a serious note, I uh, right. as you know, I I, I have I have watched some stuff. If I hadn't have gone on on a 42-minute rant at the start of this show, I would have let people know that, obviously, I am primary carer to my kids. And uh, unfortunately, during this lockdown, they're around me all the time. And and I'm getting a couple of hours of an evening, if I'm lucky. Um, So it has dramatically um, limited my time. And by the end of this, if we do get through it quickly, people realise the stark contrast between how much time you have when you've got kids and how much time you have when you haven't got kids. And I'm afraid yes. this one didn't make didn't make it for me, um, but from the trailer, I was blown away because this is um, now if I've got my information right and correct me if I'm wrong here, Daryl, but this was created by the raid director uh, Gareth Evans, and if you've seen the yes. raid, uh, Indonesian uh, film, if I, if I remember correctly, if I'm getting the yep. the area correct, and yeah, obviously, obviously um, Gareth Evans is obviously Welsh with a name like Gareth Evans, the most Welsh name to ever exist. You know what? Actually, I've got to say, yeah, you're right. That is actually the that you couldn't get, yeah. but yes. So, so he's, we have. He's definitely uh, not Indo- Evans. He's, he's definitely not Indonesian with a name like that. But he no, he lives in Indonesia. No, no, he 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 absolutely he lives in Indonesia. Does he? That makes sense. I mean, I've yeah, been to he, Indonesia. Beautiful country. Beautiful country. Where we filmed the raid. So, yeah, he was in Indonesia. Yeah. So anybody that knows the raid knows what it's famous for. It's famous for its action scenes. Um, yes. So he's he's created this, and I believe if I'm right, he also directed the first episode. Uh, if, yep. if I am correct on that, and it's been produced by Sky Studios, and you can yes. watch it at the moment on Sky Atlantic and on Now TV in the UK. And for our US listeners, which believe it or not, we do have some of. Probably not after they listen to the 42 minute intro for this episode anymore. But <laughs> but for those that did, you can watch it on Cinemax. But Daz, over to you. What is it they're going to be watching? Right, so this is a gangland drama. It's a mixed with, that, as I say, Gareth Evans' sort of bone-crushing violent style, you know, a bit of karate, a bit of, like, kickboxing in there. Sort of mixed up together. But the thing is, when I was watching it, I thought it was just going to be, like, a gangland drama, you know, with, like, 
plots and machinations and one gang trying to take out the other gang. And it got to a bit in the first episode, which is an hour and a half long, so it's like a short film, basically, where right. some uh, some black guy, who's uh, sort of uh, like a muscle for the head gang leader, goes into yeah. a pub and he absolutely destroys everyone in his pub. It is one of those craziest action scenes I've ever seen for a TV programme. I don't... I haven't watched the one where the, the karate one, what's it called? Into the Badlands. I haven't watched that, so th- that that might have the same sort of level of uh, action in it. This is, but this is absolute. When I say bone crushing, I mean bone crushing. I mean people get their legs snapped, their heads smashed into glass, chairs are flying. This is in a pub, so you can imagine what a brawl like in a pub is, but people are getting thrown against bars, smashed, stabbed, knifed. It is absolutely one of the craziest action scenes I've ever seen. I was just like, Hang on, what's going on? And I looked Unless it up, so I had to go look it up. Mistaken, isn't that in the trailer that that fight scene, or certainly part of that fight scene is in the trailer? Well, yeah, maybe, but it, I mean, it is so kinetic and it's so the raid style violence. Because when I was watching, I was going, "What the heck is going on? Where did this come from?" Because all this, I mean, it's been quite a somber sort of like serious sort of gangland drama up until that point, where it just sort of, you know what I mean, it just comes at such a sort mm. of. I mean, surprised to me. And I was like, and I looked at the other one and was like, oh, Gareth Evans directed that. How did I not realise that? Why did I not look this up beforehand? Yeah. So, yeah. That's quite but interesting it that you, you, you tried it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Well, they kept advertising it on Sky, didn't they? You keep pushing it. And they had sort of like quite a few stars in it. And I was like, yeah, we'll get around to watching that. But also, I'll tell you, while the, the action's really good, the plot takes a bit of a nosedive, I think, like towards the end. Yeah, it gets a bit fanciful. It doesn't. I want it to be a little bit more, maybe a little bit more down to earth because it's like a gangland drama, but it's not really a gangland yeah. drama. It it goes a little. It go, there's something that happens near the end, and I was just like, really, we're gonna go there. Uh, but okay. I still and enjoyed you've it. All the whole season, have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched episode one, two, three. Then I skipped to seven. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. The yeah. older one to three seventy trick. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I always... Seven, eight, that nine. Way. That's how, funny enough, that's how I learnt my maths. One to three, yeah. then to seven. That's why you can't count And all of a sudden, my 42-minute opening rant makes perfect sense because you only actually gave me five minutes to do that. You said, you've got five yeah. minutes, Gary. Talk about what you like, as long as you get us to, to pop culture climate's recommendations. And I thought you wanted me to recommend who you should play Monopoly against. That's what I thought. Oh, how how coincidental that I go, go, to have go, that this up, week. Up, oh, 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 hang on. Up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> right, so. But, but I feel kind of, because you know Sky is now owned by Comcast, I do, yes, only because you told me. You're right, and you know who Comcast are, they're Universal NBC. Yes, I do know that because I've been looking up XFL this week for Top of the Flops. Oh, right, yeah, so they're owned by... and But they haven't got a HBO. Oh, well, but they are they not the ones that's developing Peacock? Yeah, they are developing Peacock, that is true. But is that going to be like a H... Because, like, uh, Time Warner, AT&T Time Warner, have got HBO and Skinamax, or Cinemax, yeah? Yeah. Disney's got Hulu, which, in fact, they do have swearing and do have violence and stuff on, yeah? Even though it's a Disney a Disney thing. But it wasn't Disney originally, Hulu, was it? No, no, it was, it was, it was actually NBC and... Um, 
NBC, them and whoever else who's not CBS, Fox. But obviously Disney oh. bought Fox, so Disney got their Fox bit and then NBC sold their bit of Hulu to to Disney and with that bit of that money they got from Disney for Hulu, they bought Sky. So Disney couldn't buy Sky. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You stop the stop the monopoly. Talking of monopoly, if you want to stop somebody, <laughs> from winning, no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, so what I was saying, yeah. So, like, um, I think CBS has got Showtime and All Access. So, so everybody's got like a sort of adults themed prime time sort of TV channel, pay TV channel that they're going to change into their sort of Netflix killer. Yeah, Comcast has only got Peacock, and Peacock's going to be free to view if you pay pay for ads, or if you get like uh, certain services with Comcast, you'll get it for free. I think they say that sounds like all four to me in the UK. Yeah, yeah, you can, but you, it's very like the method of doing it's different to everybody else's. But also, a lot of the stuff they've like, oh, we're doing Save by the Bell, a new Save by the Bell for it. You're like, you're going to do a new Save by the Bell. There's not been anything of this sort of caliber on there. So I wonder if this is sort of Sky Sham Concast. We can make like premium violent adult TV. And so when you start a service, we'll be there giving you some stuff to put on it. It's not a, it's not a bad shout. I mean, look, I think the, the, the one thing we need to understand is that the only way Sky survives now is as a production house. They don't survive as, as a, a service, in my mind anyway. You have now TV, which is twice the price of most of the other streaming services. But if you look at the traditional set-top box business model of Sky, it's very much going the way of blockbusters. Um, and for me, I think that for Sky... I mean, look, I don't want to go into it too much here because it, it, this is like a, a whole episode we could do alone just discussing the possibilities. But obviously, we're in the midst of a streaming war at the moment and who's eventually going to come out on top? Well, Netflix is obviously the current frontrunner, but the problem Netflix has got, as you've quite rightly pointed out, is all of these companies are starting to take their properties away and put them on their own platforms. So for me, I think Sky, the only way Sky as a brand survives is if they realise what Netflix realised, they've got to create their own content. They've got to. And then I think you might actually be onto something there. I think you, you could very well be that this is Sky's way of doing exactly that, saying, look, Give us a budget. We can make you original gritty drama to support. But you think this would go on Peacock then? No, it's not going on. It's going on Cinemax, which is ATT Warner Brothers. So it's not even going on a Comcast channel when it's in America. But I think right, they may have... I'm lost. This, <laughs> I think this when they made the deal for this show, when they were originally making it, they were probably not owned by comcast at the time they're probably still owned by sky you know what i mean they're still owned by fox when they were making it maybe all oh, right i see quite quite possibly um, yeah no, it's, I, mean, I, I don't think it's yeah I, I think we've probably really stretched how interesting that point can be out so, yeah, um, no, exactly. so because this episode's not about stretching points out or, or trying to get <laughs> as much out of anything as possible i think we should probably move on to what else we've been watching and uh let's not let's not break any habits here daz Right, yeah, okay. By, 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 you know, actually getting to the end of a point and me asking you whether or not you liked that TV show. Uh, so I'm going right, okay. to circle back before I go to the next thing you've been watching. I'm just going to ask you the quick question. Even right, though this okay. is Pop Culture Climate Recommends, do you recommend yeah. this show? Yeah, I said, uh, 
as I said, I, I think the plot could have been a little bit more down to it. It went a little way that I was like, a bit like, uh, but for the violence and the, 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 what's it called? The panache, I suppose, of the show. I was like, yeah, it's worth a watch. Okay, excellent, excellent. So the next thing that you're going to have to sell this one hard to me, uh, if it's worth a, worth a watch, because again, I've watched the trailer, um, and yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you an example. If you like this, I'm going to give you an example of something that's even better. Um, right, okay. But Middle Ditch and Swartz. Uh, yes. Schwartz, yeah, Middle Ditch and yeah. Swartz. Swartz? Yeah. Schwartz, yeah. Um, I don't know <laughs> why Schwartz. it starts. I don't know why it feels like it's not coming out of my mouth correctly. I don't understand. I've never really had that problem before. Something, you know, going in, I have problems, but coming out, it's never... Anyway, I digress. Um, and, and also, I've, I've just reminded myself, this is the PG version of the show, so uh, it's probably good that I get back to the point. Um, so this particular show that I can barely say uh, was created by... Oh, why, why are you doing this to me? Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz, surprisingly yeah. enough. Um, and where can you watch this? You can watch this on Netflix. Now, of course, the the title um, that I clearly said perfectly uh, explains everything you need to know about this show. Um, <laughs> but even so, Daryl, I think you should tell us a little bit about it. Right, so uh, you may know Thomas Middleditch. He played Richard on Silicon Valley. He did, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, the, main, and, uh, the main character, for those who don't know who Richard is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ben Schwartz, you may know if you've ever watched Parks and Rec, which is all now up on Now TV, because they uh, run by NBC who made it. He played uh, John, John Ralphio. John Ralphio! The uh, rich dick who uh, always shows up and is great. And also he played Sonic. He was the voice of Sonic in the new Sonic film. Ah, very interesting. Um I, I love the way that you called the, and I'm not entirely sure uh, if referring to uh, the male genitalia uh, with the word that begins with D and not just calling it the D um, is, is allowed on a, on, on a PG. But you know what? I'm not taking it out so because I'll get in trouble if I take it out. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the male I can't do it again. I can't do it again. So, right. so we get... Yeah. So, so, a bit like the figurative 45 minutes of this show, it's a completely <laughs> fully improvised show where they take a story or a suggestion and they long it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you asked me, where did, where did this come from? Where did that 45 minutes come from? Yeah. Now you have your answer because literally about, what, 10 minutes before we, we had, I watched the trailer for this and I was like, I can do a better job. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> I'll do it on my own for 45 minutes. I don't need help. <laughs> I'll just completely detach myself from my brain and then off I go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Which, surprisingly so for me, was not hard. Yeah, exactly. But basically, it's just two guys on a stage, no props, no nothing. Everything's in the world of imagination. They ask the audience for a story... You know, they talk to someone, someone gives them a story. I've watched the first episode, but it's very similar. The first one, someone said something about a wedding. So they did a story about a wedding. Now, Mm. the good thing about this is it's got like six cameras filming. So they can do from different angles. You can do tights and wides and different shots. It's not all just like two people standing on a stage and you can see the whole Mm. stage the whole time. So very well Mm. shot. You know what I mean? So it's, Mm. you know, shot like a multicam Basically, shot well, like yeah, a multi-cam sitcom. Well, but, <laughs> well, yeah, 
Yeah, okay. No, okay. I'm glad you added the sitcom bit in there because when you're like, you get this shot, you get that shot, and you're like, hey, it's, you know, it's basically shot with multi cam. I'm like, okay, yeah. So they've got, I mean, unless they're traveling in time down with these cameras, <laughs> right? Right, we got this shot from here, guys. But actually, five minutes ago, it was a real nice shot from 90 degree angle. I tell you what, let's jump into the DeLorean, let's go back in time. <laughs> if only, if only somebody had the foresight to bring multiple cameras to this shoot, we could have done wonders. Yeah. But anyway, um, no, I, I get what you mean. As somebody that obviously did film production and, and, and has a degree, and I never mention it. I don't mention it every single show we do. And um, as somebody that did that, what I can appreciate is how you can take something that is quite generic and bland and, and quite visually uh, not appealing, which is two people standing on the stage with a, a red uh, curtain behind them. Not an awful lot going on. Uh, and where you a lot of your imagination. So to to have that movement uh, certainly would make it would feel like it's moving along and not just feel like yeah, a keep, long play yeah. that you watch. Yeah, okay. it keeps you a little bit more dynamic. Yeah, which of course is the edit is the the production's magic wand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this is the, like the, the amount of editing we're putting this episode to make it seem dynamic and to make it seem like that forty five minutes that was actually three hours. <laughs> we, 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 up for, <laughs> and we managed to tighten that up to 45 minutes all that laughter that's fake we weren't laughing oh. we just put that in to bulk it out a little bit and to like hide the cuts do you know what one it day all, for charity that um, was a wonder yeah exactly <laughs> for, for charity one day i might do that i might just sit down in front of so people can see that i haven't got a script in front of me i'm not reading from anything i'm just gonna sit down and do a th like a, a a three hour non but i'm never gonna get to the end of a single point not one no, exactly. three know. hours three hours and straight just yep. just just because why not you know what i mean like and, right. I, and 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 i'll tell you why i would do it a little bit in more detail but that would constitute getting to the end of the point um, <laughs> right, that's exactly. not what i'm about that's not what uh, i'm no, about that's this podcast doesn't turn left. You have to remember that. We're always turning right. So we go around and around in circles, taking various tangents, but never getting to the point because we're always turning right. You know, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't want to take us off thing, but just, just very quickly, right? Because you started that, and I really don't want to take us off tangent here, but you started this whole episode. You started this. I just want, when you listen back to this and you're looking for somebody to blame, okay, when we're getting thrown off the radio, and they're saying we cannot have this on air. This is nobody has ever made a show like this. Nobody has ever put anything out like this. We're going to lose our license due to this one forty-five minute rant. But anyway, because because I don't want to take us off off point there. And you indeed did start the pivot, and you're going to hear that back. Um, now, what I wanted to point out quickly is I'm wondering, of, of, you know, where we love to do a pivot? Could we change the name? To to right. you know you got the last podcast on the left or the last yeah it's the last podcast yeah, yeah. left isn't yeah. it it is the last so, podcast so, on the left yes yeah uh, no th no this isn't this is pop culture climate but the yeah. the the podcast is called the last podcast on the left could we change ours to the right, podcast okay. that never turns left so yes. so we'll we'll never we'll never become a podcast as good as them because we never turn left so we can never make it to that last house on the left or that last podcast on the left i'm just saying i'm yeah. just throwing it out okay. there i don't know okay right yeah. so anyway back to the show <laughs> i really didn't want to take it now thinking i could i could so i could take him into the deep waters for another 45 minutes of ease right now 
But we're not going to get through this. We're we've only got like 30 minutes left to get through this. Right, anyway. So this. Right, so it's a lot of. Shut up, please. God, I'm trying to get through this. Right, there's a lot of improv humour. Like you, what like what you've been listening to for this whole episode. If you like, if you like what we've been doing this episode, but you thought, I wish they was, do- I wish someone was doing this better. This show is for you. I was about to say, I was reading this and I was confused as I was going because obviously we say different bits each, and as I was reading yeah. it, I got a little bit confused about whose line it is. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is anyway. Is this yours? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, know, I don't know, Daryl. I, I was trying to tell you. I'm confused. I don't. I don't yeah, understand I know. what you're saying to me right now. We're going to turn right think... into a hoedown. <laughs> exactly. Into a hoedown. That's what's there. Never... Right. I'm going to keep going straight. <laughs> You've never seen. Yeah, the, do you know? Uh, I just realised that's that's, just, that's anyway. the. Yeah. No. I just realised I've had another epiphany. Is that right, the, okay. epiphany, the epiphany I've had is. I'm struggling. Some oh, well, no, let's not go down that route. <laughs> let's not go down that route. It's a long story. I was I was a different man back then. Uh, I was called Carlos. Uh, I lived in <laughs> Colombia. It's it's a long it's a long. You you know you'd think name like Tiffany would be starting somewhere in like the Bronx or something like that, but no. Started in Colombia, then ended up in the uh, former former Soviet state. Uh, of of Yugoslavia, which I don't think is correct at all. I think I've got that completely wrong. Um, but I think that's why they caught my fake passports because I put the former Soviet state of Yugoslavia <laughs> on my passport. Sorry, all right, sorry, sorry, people, sorry. Right, so yes, this is this is tremendous. Um, it does. It did remind me of whose line just from the trailer, obviously. Yeah, whose yeah, line exactly. is it anyway? Like, yeah, exactly. Like one of the things they do, they're at this wedding, and it's a guy called Small Paul, right? Okay. So yeah. they so they decide that when they're talking to Small Paul, one of them has to be standing on a chair. Okay. Because <laughs> they're taller than Small Paul, but there's yeah, three people in this yeah. com- there's three people in this conversation, and there's only two of them. So one's be standing <laughs> on a chair, the other one will be standing on the floor pretending to be Small Paul. But then when his character oh, needs to talk, he needs to get up on the chair, and the other geese has to get up on the get on the floor to be Small Paul. So they're going to need going up and down on these chairs, things like that. That sort of humour, like there's uh, a ghost who appears, which was just a throwaway line that one of them said, and then one of them brings him back, and so they have to get. Ghost in it for some reason, all this sort of stuff, you know. If you like, an, I said, if you like a nice tight vibe, if you want just like joke, 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 boom, 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 go somewhere. You want it to be precise. Then why, why are you listening to this podcast? Go somewhere else. I was going to say, I was going to go. I was going to be a little bit nice to us. I was going to say, of course they do. If they've got this far into the show to listen to this recommendation, they probably like that kind of stick. <laughs> I mean, oh, call me God. crazy, call me crazy. <laughs> and, uh, I think a lot of people after this show will be. Um, okay, so um, would you recommend it? Of course, you, you did just recommend it. If I actually, yeah, 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 exactly. You, yeah, I, um, I have only watched the first episode though, but I did laugh throughout. So, okay, okay, good. No, I, I'm I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Um, for My sure. thing is. Like why I did enjoy it, I'd rather see a good comedy like sitcom or something that had a bit more joke and a bit more character to it than just two people sort of messing about. But it's still good. If you like that, if you like improv, yeah, give it a go. 
Yeah. Right, Gary, okay, this one's well, yours. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this next one. I didn't even watch the trailer for it, so. But I kind of yeah, know what so, it's about so, because I know what it was about. You know why? Why is that? Because I was one of the Chicago Bulls, mate. Can't tell from my accent. You're I grew up in Chicago. Colour of my skin, my height, my athletic ability. You know, you know, I was one of the Bulls, mate. I was always one of the Bulls. Um, I'm slightly confused because um, what are you talking about? What What are you talking about? The Bulls? Who are the Bulls? I'm talking about yeah, the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. What they got to do with Save the Last Dance? That's what it's about, isn't it? It's about the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> No, it's about no, it's about a dance. Like, like that's <laughs> everyone was saying it to me. Yeah, Julia Stahl, Sean Patrick yeah, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I don't think the Chicago Bulls are mentioned in it once. Um, yeah, I'm not really. Wait, Angus, did I watch the wrong thing? Because I must admit, I must admit, people were saying 2020 this came out, and I'm not going to lie to you, Daryl. It seemed a little bit turning the millennium to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought, oh, it's one of those sort of teen, angsty, but you know, like one of those films that Julia Stiles turned up in. Or, or yeah, yeah. Hang I thought, on. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that Julia Stiles suddenly looks 20 years younger than, than she did I, I, also, last time I saw her? Isn't it weird? Because I said we we're going to pivot to a teen comedy drama sort of podcast, and you said, no, you wouldn't do it. And now you're talking about one. So you actually have been doing them behind my back, you liar. You've been doing these podcasts without me knowing, have <laughs> you? Oh no no no! I didn't I didn't do the podcast without you knowing. Um, I just made an honest mistake, and the problem was once I made that mistake and I'd gone down the wrong pathway, I couldn't turn left. In for a penny, in for a pound. No. I needed to know. Yeah. No no. Do you know what it was? Right? You know what it was? I saw the first dance, and I needed to see the last dance. That was what it was. So I needed I needed I needed to save some time for the last dance. That was what it was. Gary, how are we gonna get this episode down to an hour and forty five minutes? It's not gonna happen. I haven't I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. So on that note, because because I've ruined it, I'm gonna I'm gonna breeze past this one. No, I did not watch Save the Last Dance with Julia Styles. Amazing film. Really holds up, but that isn't what I watched. Uh, the film, the, the film that I watched, the documentary I've been watching is The Last Dance. Now, for those that don't know, uh, do you want to tell us who it's directed by, Daryl? Uh, directed by Jason Hehe. He he <laughs> you just what you, you could say, so you, <laughs> you, like, you could Wait, announce that, hey. so you made me do it, didn't you? Yeah, because, hang on a second, you gave me Middle Ditch and Schwartz. I gave you he, her. Literally spelled H-E-H-I-R. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, her. Yeah, Jason, he, her. He, her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's on Netflix or ESPN US. Uh, and I'm jumping in with that because what people may have realised is that um, I've been saying stuff that you watched, basically what you wrote. Um, and because you wrote that part of this as well, when I didn't know it was on ESPN US, I thought I'd say that as well. Um, oh, okay. So the the yeah. So those that don't know, it's not about dancing. It's about the save exp- the, the the famous expression, the last dance, the last roll of the dice, the last big extravagant or big moment, if you like. And it happens to be talking about the last championship. Spoiler alerts, if you don't know, that Michael Jordan won with the Chicago Bulls, his sixth championship, the first person to ever win three uh, titles consecutively uh, twice as an NBA player now again and I'll then, tell you and all then, that. I mean, and then and then 
get banned for uh, playing baseball, basketball for betting on it and having to go play baseball for a season and then come back. Allegedly. Well, this is this is it, right? Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Thank you, thank you for throwing that in there because yeah. there's a lot of people with a lot of money that might not like a sadness, but they do actually exactly. address it. So, yeah, I'm saying, he's such a, digen- such a degenerate gambler, people keep thinking he was Chinese. Oh wow! You can't. No, no, no! You you cannot say that. You, I can't even get away with saying that. You definitely can't say that. But like you're quite tall for a Chinese but, man. But but I will I will say this. Um, and I and I and I got this from a Chinese stand-up comedian. Um, do do you know that what people say uh, is is for Chinese New Year. Do you know what they say to each other? What would What's you that? think they would say? Uh, they don't say... Have a number eight because it's lucky. Uh, probably. That's probably one of the things. But they don't They don't say, like, Happy New Year or, you know, uh, hope you and your family are good. No. They wish you lots of money for the year ahead. Oh, that's nice. That's what they do for New Year. They wish you... Uh, you know, lots of money and good fortune. And when they say fortune, they do mean financial fortune for the year ahead. China is all about the money. But you can't say that. I can. So as we get back to the last dance. So, um, I did write a little hang piece on, about this. Hang on, If I want to be racist, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I was about to say. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. If about, I, if, I've just got. If, if, hang on if a I second. Because all just we got then. Yeah. All we got I was what? just going to say all we got then because you cut out. All we got then is if is if you went. If I want to be racist, <laughs> yeah. and, and then you cut out. The next thing I heard was, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say, and I'm like, hang on a second, hang on, wait. So you're now telling me you want to be racist. And because you want to be racist, that means you can't say what you were about to say. Because it would that are you worried that would out you as a non-racist? Is that what you're worried about, Daryl? Is that no, if you've got a reputation to, to maintain? No, 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 no. I was about to say something that you can't say on the radio about uh, <laughs> about finding a woman. Darryl, of a certain let me race. give you a bit of advice. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, that, that broke up. No, and hopefully, they didn't come through. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. So if if I don't, well, if I want to be racist to a certain race, all I have to do is find a woman of that certain race. So, say I want to be racist about a Muslim, I just go find a Muslim woman, yeah, yeah, and we and we can have a we have a child together. That's a better way. To, I was going to say something else other than have a child together. I was going to say impregnate <laughs> her, but I don't know. I don't know. Is that? I, I don't know. I was, I, I was going to say something a little bit like on the nose. Anyway, so and then oh, we right. have a child, yeah, and I'll say yeah. I'm allowed to be. I'm allowed to. Be racist By the way, Muslims if it ends up I've on the nose, you ain't child. gonna end up with a child. So I just want to put that in quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew where you were going with that, and I didn't want to hear it. So I was like, but also, I kind of maybe I've, I'm understanding now why Daryl doesn't have kids. If you think it's if he thinks it's supposed to end up on the nose, that explains a lot. I tell end up on when the we're nose. off. We're, yeah, if it ends up on the nose, you're not gonna end up with kids. That's all I'm saying. That's I all I'm putting out I've, there for this. I've, I've, <laughs> Yeah, I know you don't understand. I'll, I'll explain the birds and the bees to you later. If it ends oh, okay. up on the nose, if that's where it ends up, 
Then oh, you're not going to end up with kids. A bit, oh, yeah, a bit on the nose. Oh, I get you. Oh, are you saying? Oh, are you saying that? No, no, I was about to say something. I was like, no, it's even worse now. We don't say that. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. It probably was. But yes, you're absolutely right. If, if you, as a white man, which I don't know if you're aware of this because you think right. you're a basketball player. Right, yeah. <laughs> and no, not that Larry Bird, one of the most famous basketball players of all time, is an Irish guy. But anyway, that's not the point. Or he plays for the Celtics, at least. And. Um, <laughs> if you want to be racist, yes. <laughs> the Celtics are from Boston, they're not Irish. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the Boston Celtics, they're Irish, yeah. right? No, they're not. No, they've got, they're not. They've got the think... clo- yeah, they've got the clover on their uh, yeah. on their shirts. That makes them Irish. They, they died they died of River Green for St. Patrick's Day. That makes them Irish. Oh, we all love clover all over this land. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. What, that's back. always... Yeah. Is, you ever notice that? They've got a West Country accent for that song. <laughs> <laughs> it, should, it should be an Irish brogue accent, shouldn't it? It should be... Oh, we all love Clover. No, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing now. Anyway, right. So, if, if like me, you know the name Michael Jordan and right, you've watched yeah. Space Jam and you've, you were wondering how it is he ended up playing minor league baseball and where all these rumours about is degenerate gambling and actually if you watch it it's it's really sad to even suggest that because they do bring it up they do talk about his gambling and he says he never gambled more than he had it's part of his competitive nature but but they actually use that because um, I don't know if you're aware of this did you know that his dad was shot dead did no, you I know didn't. that about Michael Jordan no yeah so his dad was well, really really I, thought... I didn't know this either anyway if like me you know all about Michael Jordan and you wanted yep. to learn more that wasn't told to you in Space Jam. And people might be wondering, why am I doing this in a weird, almost like, telecaster announce voice? It's so that we can bring some professionalism to this part of it. Because I seriously worry about pending litigation that may come our way if I continue to let Dowder speak after the mood I put him in. And I'm starting to lose it myself here. But look, if you do want to know about Michael Jordan, go watch this. You'll learn things about, like, for example, his dad dying, which really... And you learn that the media used his alleged gambling problems uh, as one of the reasons that his dad got killed. Uh, and it's it's horrible. It really is. And, and when you find out as well that, it, I mean, the guy's still stupidly rich, so he couldn't have lost that much money. And I, I really do think that he only ever gambled what he could afford to, to gamble. But it is true. When the fun stops, know stop. Exactly. And for Michael, the fun never stopped. So he never stopped. Um what you need to understand about this as well that makes it really good is, yes, it is one of those talking head documentaries. We're talking about something that happened 20 years ago. So it's talking head and archival footage. But they do a great job of not making it all about Michael. Now, the team was all about Michael. The Chicago Bulls were all about Michael. So, of course, this documentary can hardly not talk about him. But what they do a great job of doing is bringing in all the other parts. And they do a great job as well of showing the talking heads what each other are saying. So you get reactions live to new information that's been released or new takes on things. So, look, I'm eight episodes in. It's ten episodes, and I can guarantee you I'll be watching it to the end. It's weekly uh, released episodes at the moment, certainly for uh, our UK listeners. We've got a couple of more weeks, but it's brilliant. It's one of the best, certainly, sporting documentaries I've watched in a long time. Um, but but one of the better talking head documentaries 
I've watched for a very long time. Um, so with that in mind, I definitely recommend it. Right, okay. I might actually give it a watch because I don't mind a documentary based on sport. Don't particularly like sports, but a sports documentary, I'm up for it. I like a bit of 30 by 30, so I might give it a watch. Oh, well, in that case, then you'll love this because the guy that directs it has done a few 30 by 30s, so um, right. very much in you, that style. When I said I've watched some 30 by 30s, I've watched the XFL one. Oh, <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. I thought he was going to say the Andre the Giant one, but no, fair enough. Yeah, I've, fair I've probably watched that one as well, actually, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's I probably a good did. one. Yeah. I did so watch a documentary. It. I did watch a Go documentary on. about Andre the Giant, but I don't know if it was a thirty by thirty. Might have been. Uh, it might have been the documentary that that uh, this guy. Because again, actually, I mentioned that Jason, Jason, <laughs> Jason, he, her, uh, also Dummick, uh, directed a Andre the Giant documentary. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, it's. It was uh, he used to have Biggie's hands where he used to go up to people and just put his hands on their face and then he used to take the whole face because he had such big hands and I was just you couldn't hear that because I was just covering my face with my hands. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say we're having a few connection issues, but you covering your mouth really wasn't helping. Are you sure that wasn't yeah, yeah. just the behind the scenes of the Princess Bride? Because uh, exactly. they, they talk a lot about that's they talk a lot about the size of your hands in that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we recommend that so that we can get to at least the end of recommendations. Uh, right. What else have you been watching? Okay, so Rick and Morty's back on Channel 4, back for the finish of the full season. Oh, nice. Yep, I was. Uh, I, I wanted to wait until the end and then do it as one binge, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's quite, cause it's, I think it's only just started in America, so now on Channel 4, which it was going to be like a couple of weeks out, but now it's coming out straight away. Anyway, so one of the creators of that is Justin Roiland. And uh, he's got a new show. It's only in America at the moment. So if you want to watch it, yeah, I mean, you can find ways of watching it that's not so necessarily legal. But it's called Solar Opposites. And it's, Solar uh, Opposites? Said, it's, is, that, yeah, Solar op- is, that a, is that a play on, on Opposites Attract? Yes, it is. A, uh, yeah, exactly. On Opposites Attract, yeah. North <laughs> and South. <laughs> yeah, well, Opposites Oppo- Attract. Opposite Poles. Opposite Poles yeah. Attract, don't they? Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> you didn't exactly. think I was going to wiggle out of that one, did you? To be honest with you, <laughs> no, I didn't no. either. <laughs> I yeah, had no, no idea where I was going with that. You said opposites attract. I was like, yeah, like polar opposites attract. Oh. <laughs> I, I clearly... I, do you know what it was? I obviously heard that, thought it was my own self talking to me. I've got, I've gone mad in this show, Daryl. I've gone mad. Right, yeah, and I'm starting cool. to think that your voice, you're not a person, you're my inner voice. That's what I'm starting to think. I would make a okay. really interesting show, but I'm not going to go down that route. Right, okay. Anyway, so this is a new, as I said, this is a new series by Royland. As I said, it's like American Dad to Rick and Morty's Family Guy sort of thing. Oh, okay, that's interesting. And, and you did still... Go on. Hey, it's still sci-fi, so, and I mean, it's still, and it's, the animation style is virtually exactly the same, so, because it's Justin Royland, so it's still his animation style, so. And just like, uh, as you pointed out, you said it's the American Dad to Family Guy, and what's the big difference between American Dad and Family Guy? An alien. Is it? Yeah, what? there's an alien in... Have you ever watched American Dad? Oh, I thought you said Canadian. <laughs> Canadian's in American Dad. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what the big difference is? They've got a Canadian. <laughs> I was like, what, in American Dad? I mean, that's like, um, that's a bit of a weird show. It's called American Dad, but it's set in Canada. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Canadian. It's completely. That's that's how you know you're in for a bumpy ride. You know, it's all zany. What what's up is down. What's down is left. You know, what I mean, you don't know where you stand because it's called American Dad, but he's really Canadian. Yeah, there is an alien in American Dad, and he's called Roger. Yes, yes, I know there is. I know there is. But I don't think there's a Canadian in American Dad. <laughs> no. Well, the, the fish might be Canadian. And that's, no, he's German. Oh, yeah, of course he is. Klaus. His name's Klaus. Klaus, yeah. Yeah. They're a bloke in the wheelchair. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I was about to say Klaus. I was about to give you a German name. I was going to go Klaus, and then something that I think <laughs> even seventy years later. <laughs> okay, apparently, apparently you can say that seventy to eight years later. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you couldn't sound more German than, unless that was your name. But um, yeah, so um, is it good, Daryl? Is it good? Well, it's very similar to Rick and Morty. If you like Rick and Morty, you're going to like this. It's on Hulu, and as I said, Hulu can get away with a little bit more. So when they're swearing on Hulu, they'll not bleep it. Like, uh, this, if you've seen this week's Rick and Morty, there's a lot of swearing in it, and look, obviously it's all bleeped out. But in this, any time someone swears, it's not bleeped out. So that. It's very, okay. very good. It's very violent as well. Like, there's a lot of blood and gore mm. in it, because they're aliens and they're yeah. murdering people some reason and also there's like a serialized storyline going for it not every episode sort of uh there's like an ongoing feel to it so like, the two main oh. guys uh Korg, corgo and T- terry just want everyone to like them but no one does because they're aliens yeah. everyone hates them so they're like getting there yeah. so everyone's racist to them and they hate they hate yeah. earthlings as much as uh, earthlings hate them so there's that going on and one of the kids keeps shrinking all the people Okay. He's shrinking people. Right. He's shrinking people and putting them in his ball. He's got a big glass wall where he puts the humans in. And one of the long storylines that's going through, I can hear you blowing your nose. One of the long storylines that's Sorry going through, that. <laughs> one of the storylines that's going through is the people have started their own civilization in this wall. All right. In the so wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tremendous. Like it's, it's got a wall that's like a glass wall, and then all the humans are in it, and it's like they're creating their own civilization. So it's a bit like uh, only, Escape from New York or one of these things. The only issue I had with the trailer, and again, I am basing, as I do most of my life decisions on trailers, um, is so I, I looked at it, and I, and I know it's made by you know um, Justin Roiland, but it really struck me as Rick and Morty. Like, I kind of like, if I closed my eyes, I could be convinced I was listening. Oh, that was really loud breathing. Um, and, and, and do you know what I did? Just as you really started loudly breathing, I closed my eyes. It freaked me out. Um, so <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, uh, do I breathe that loudly? <laughs> like, when I'm not looking at anything, can I really hear myself loudly breathe? I'm like, what has not looking at anything got to do with anything? With you? Anyway, right, so I don't want to go on another tangent because we have not got the time left for that. Um, no. But, yeah, I really got a big a big Rick and Morty vibe from it. Um and 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 I must admit, like when you were saying about the people starting a civilization inside the wall, that reminds me of the Rick and Morty episode where the civilizations are, Rick creates those little power, uh, whatever you call and they've got their own little civilizations inside of them. Oh yeah, and keep creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then when you're watching the trailer, there was a lot of like you know like sciency kind of stuff going on, and I, I hate to say oh, sciency, yeah. but you know it, it really, I don't know. I kind of 
but I suppose you, again, you kind of nailed it when you said it's the American Dad to Family Guy. You know, I think if, from the trailer, I'd say that looks exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's, they, they don't go on adventures. It's all set on Earth, but they keep do, but they doing stuff. They do do science fiction stuff. But it's not as mind bendingly weird as Rick and Morty can get because they don't go. They're always on Earth. Yeah. So like, they're so the weirdness. Always got that limitation the, there, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They're the weirdness. They're the people who make things weird. Not they don't go to somewhere else that's weird. They're the alien sort of thing. Ah, uh, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I say yeah, if you like if you if you like Rick and Morty, you're gonna like that one. There's nothing to it. You mean you're not oh. gonna go? Oh, I don't like yeah. this. Well, that's the thing. I, I thought I needed to quickly jump in there. It's like I'm, s- I'm saying, oh, it sounds like Rick and Morty, but I didn't say that was a bad thing. You know, like just yeah, no, exactly. Kind of, it's yeah, it's it's almost like they flipped it. Rather than Rick and Morty are always going out to space, so this time they're gonna bring the aliens to Earth. They flipped yeah. it on his head. I like it. I like the sound of it. I'm definitely gonna give it a go. Now that sounds like something that's quite funny, um, Daryl, and something that's even though there is death in it, there's a lot of good humour. Well, unfortunately, I've been watching something that hasn't got an awful lot of humour to it this week, no. and that is Vice's Dark Side of the Ring. Um, do you, who, who is it created by? Do you know, Daryl? Evan Hussey and Jason Eisner. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know who either of those are. Um, no, neither do I. I, I can tell you. So I'm reading it from a script. That's why I did say it very enthusiastically. Don't give away the don't don't pull down the audio curtains. Go, you know, like you do realize you keep those beef Gary... curtains up. <laughs> everything Gary said earlier. Never, never pull the beef curtains. Never pull the beef curtains. That's all I'm saying. To you Gary. do not want to see what's behind the beef curtains. <laughs> no, you really don't. So never pull it. Never pull it. Especially when I've been running around inside the hall. <laughs> no, 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 you know what? no, especially when I've been backstage. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I thought, honestly, I thought you were going to say, when you said especially, because you went, expect, like, that's all I got was the S, and I thought you was going to say, especially if I've been there with a spatula, and I'm like, oh, mate. <laughs> I don't, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Right. But anyway, look, we have yeah, got very limited I've, time left. If I've been backstage, you do not want to follow me up. You know what I mean? You don't want to follow me no, in. No, no. Well, don't no, be in fear. Although, almost... I take, take up most of the space... I take up most of the backstage area, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> do you know what it would be like, though, to, 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 to come to the backstage area after you... It would be like the opposite of this effect. You know when you're when you're older and you go back to your your childhood home and you're an adult and you go in, you're yeah. like, Oh, it's a lot smaller than I remember. Well it's the opposite. Yeah. If you go yeah. if you go to the backstage area after Daryl, it's a lot bigger than you remember afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, come on. Let's yeah. get to the end of this. <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking about Dark Side of the Ring here. You can now, you can now fit a whole you, bunch you of things. You've got us talking about a whole then. different kind of ring. <laughs> yeah, no, you can fit a whole boat with a seaman in there now. <laughs> Captain Pugwash, Captain Birdseye, you get. All your semen in there. All your semen <laughs> can end up in that backstage area now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, 
a catchy cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Captain Birdseye down there. So you got a fishy finger cream pie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a waste of time. This is a waste of every single person's time. You know that, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It so is. But I'm not going to apologise. Anyway, right. So back to sensibility because we've got to talk about right, yeah, Dark Side yeah. of the Ring. Now, the yeah. first season uh, of it is already out in its entirety on all four. Uh, and do you know what's great about it, actually? I stumbled upon this. Uh, 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 kind of get my words out now. We've gone so off-piste. But uh, I stumbled across it and found out that it's not really any adverts in it. So it's brilliant. It's right, like you okay. can watch these 45-minute oh, documentaries. If you love your your golden era wrestling, if you love your actual era wrestling, it goes all into the, to the stories of... Of things you might have heard about that didn't know about, like famous uh, the brawl for all. How did that come about? You know, um, the story of Jimmy Snooker. You know, um, the, the 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 and and his uh, alleged killing of his girlfriend at the time. Uh, the 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 killing of Bruiser Brody. Uh, the story of Chris Benoit really goes uh, goes quite. But it, now I don't know about you, but I like watching my my wrestling videos on YouTube and things like that. And I, I like it because I was a fan of it when I was a kid, so it's like a nostalgia drive for me. But the fact is, is these aren't journalists. These aren't people making real documentaries. They're just collating the information that's already out there. So as I'm trying to be a bit quick, what I'm going to be real big props to for Dark Side of the Ring is that they genuinely seem to go out there and get new information. You know, they go and talk to the people that are involved in the story. They go and get unheard accounts. They go and try and find unearthed evidence. Um, and you know what? Uh, just as, as that, that series goes, it's one of the best series I've watched in a long time. Um, and I think it's really well made, really. And I can't believe the access they've been able to obtain. Not a problem. Well, it's a problem, but there's nothing that could help. It's the fact that a lot of the people they're talking about are dead. Yeah, yeah, that does bring the, the stark reality to it. Um, I mean, you've got the, the death of Dino Bravo. You've got, obviously, the Chris Benoit one, the Jimmy Snooker, uh, the Bruiser Brody. There, there is, I mean, and that's just the ones off the top of my head. I think they're probably going to do the Owen Hart one, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Um, you know, I know that I think they did the, the Montreal screw job, uh, yep. which obviously does cover um, part of, of what happened to Owen in there, because obviously that happened after Brett left WWF yeah. at the mm -hmm. time and went to WCW. Uh, did, he, uh, had this tribute, he had a tribute match in WCW, didn't he? Uh, yeah, they did Randy Savage. Yes. They did Valley Savage and Miss Elizabeth, and of course, both of them are uh, sadly yes, passed away. Yes, they did, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, so and, and Miss Elizabeth was quite tragic. I mean, at least Randy got to live, you know, a lot more a lot more years, so to speak. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I think that's why it's called the dark side of the ring, because, you know, we I grew up watching these, the golden era, the, the actually, these were heroes to me. And what you realise is that a lot of these people were putting their body and their minds on the line. And and, and 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 I suppose if I'm going to point anything out to end all this, because I'm going to be doing Top of the Flops, which is obviously, well, not obviously this week, but I'll be doing it on XFL, which is owned by Vince McMahon. And the one thing I, I, I can't quite get over in all of this is how he's managed to pull it off, Vince McMahon, because the these these people are built, they've, they've made him a billionaire and very few of them, very few of them 
get to see old age. He he has, but very few of the people that made him a billionaire get to see old age, uh, oh, yeah. or see, or at least get to enjoy old age. Because if you go through, there's others. You know, there's a lot of wrestlers that are in no, they've got no form of life left. You know, I mean, you look at people like, you know, Jake the Snake and stuff like. I know he's turned his life around now, but you look at where he was. It's an all too common theme uh, with, with with wrestlers that kind of got near the top, didn't quite make it. <clears throat> you know. Because they get their injuries and their careers only last at best twenty years, and at the end of it, they've got to pay for any of those injuries. That so it is. Look, and you realise that a lot of these people are dying from. Well, there's a lot of people dying. They say steroids, but they, I think it's more pain pills that are killing them. It's the opiates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what we'll find out. Is it wasn't people dying of, of steroids? It's because they ha- you know, imagine it. You know, every every night, three hundred well, three hundred nights a year, you got to go around and f- fall ten foot onto your back multiple times a night. You know, like constantly, you're gonna have no back left. You know, and you got to keep doing it, and that, and you got to keep doing it until you can't, because once you can't, you'll never make even a fraction of what you were making as a wrestler if you get up to to any kind of height. Oh so. yeah, I mean. The, one of the tragic stories they tell is the Chris Benoit story, and that is the most tragic of all. I was, you know, you feel a little bit crestfallen, didn't you, watching that episode? It's I, so sad. I, yeah, I really, I kind of, so so much so that I didn't really want to talk about it too much because I think, you know, a lot of people talk about Chris Benoit and they say he was a great wrestler and we shouldn't discount his career just because of his final act. And they try to say, like, you know, he had CTE and he had one of the worst cases ever seen. And there was obviously originally talks of like roid rage and things like that, although that's pretty much conclusively proven not to be the case now. Um, but the thing is, is that you, you kind of, what's sad about it is that, yeah, his final act does define him as a man and it does define his life. What's sad about it is that his wife can never be mentioned now. And she had a career all of her own before him. And his youngest son... Uh, not his youngest son, his oldest son, sorry, wanted to become a wrestler and he, he can't be spoken of. And because of his final act, there's a lot of wrestlers whose best work was done with him and it can never be highlighted and they'll never be pushed or promoted. And I kind of, it's what's really upsetting is that he was a man that clearly, he needed help. And, and if, they, if, they, if they would have been part of a proper healthcare you know, kind of system in place, uh, WWE, not this independent contractors take after your own, you know, healthcare, look after your own self situation. I think somebody might have spotted that all was not right with him much, much beforehand. But when when you're in charge of your own healthcare, when you're in charge of your own insurance, when when you, if you've got problems, you don't go to see a doctor. You don't, you, you know, it's that's not how it works, that industry. And unfortunately, you know, if you let problems keep going you don't address them you can end up with situations like this and yeah look it, it's it's a tragic one it's a, a, a bum note to end end this on so i'll tell you what look it's a tremendous watch go watch it it's on all, all four second seasons out uh, now not on all four yet but it will be go watch it you, you if you love wrestling if you want to you know re, if you love documentaries this is the perfect blend but don't come away from it thinking that this is going to boost your mood during this pandemic because it won't and with that no, in mind, no. And with, with that in mind, let's let's have the final thing that you've been watching, Daz, because we can't end on that. We can't end on that. Right. So we're going to end up on a bit of a comedy. We're going to talk be talking about Dave, not the TV channel, but the rapper Little Dicky, oh. whose real name is David Bird. Ah, 
Ah, Little Dicky. I think you've shown me a few of his his tracks before. Um, and I th- yeah, if yeah. I remember rightly, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty funny. Um, he sort of he's he was like a viral hip hop sensation. I called him because he's had a couple of songs that weren't really viral. There's a pre-game one, one about getting high, one about uh, his boy, uh, his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. A couple of different songs, really really like pushed him out there but lately he's sort of fallen to the wayside he had a song with chris brown and so no one should be making songs music with chris brown everyone should leave chris brown alone he should be forgotten about but for some reason no one can so well there's a whole fear i have there's a there's a theory i've got about what the the there's a you know like the uncanny valley you know there's a moment Mm -hmm. between realism versus there's a moment between how good you are, how good your art is versus what people will let you get away with. Now, yeah. Chris, Chris, I've forgotten his name now. What's his name? Brown. The, the Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. He obviously, yeah, he, he fell out because of the whole situation with Rihanna. But apparently, apparently, his music is he's good trash. enough. No, he's not. But, he's well, right, but he's, he's no, trash I. I, I I would agree with you on that, but apparently his music's good enough that that, that is an indiscretion we can get over. What about the other five times he's done it to other five other women? Allegedly. Well, apparently that's how good his music is. And I was thinking about it. I'm thinking like, now let's think about it, yeah? And then we could probably extend this a bit quicker. And I'm going to make this point a bit quickly, right? right so, okay. so just so you know, this is where my mind started thinking, yeah? Right? All mm-hmm. depends on how good an artist you are. Depends on what people let you get away with. Right, and 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 here's your two comparisons: Michael Jackson never went to prison. No. Gary Glitter infamously went to prison. Whose music yeah. was better? Whose music Gary was Glitter. better? That's all I'm saying. Gary Glitter. Oh, wait. was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, tell whose gang you want to be in. But, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not mine. Not mine. <laughs> so, with that, so tell me a little bit more about Dave. Yeah, so he did that Chris Brown song, as I said, and he did Earth. Did you see Earth? No. It was a music video. It was all CGI and it had loads of celebrities in it playing animals. And even it, it wasn't, it was supposed to be funny. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio apparently paid for it. It wasn't funny. No one watched it. It was a bit of a flop. So he had like that Chris Brown song and the Surf song, which was a bit of a flop one after the other. People started turning yeah. on him a little bit. But luckily he's brought out this uh, show called Dave and it is great. It's really, really good. I must admit, it's really funny. He's he's writing. He's shown he can write really well. There's there's some weird like he lives with his flatmate and they're in a chemist, a pharmacy, looking at stuff. And he's talking to his uh, hype man Gator. And uh, his flatmate Matt come on Mike yeah comes over and he's talking to little Dick and he says, "Oh, I've got this. This probably clear your back uh, your back knee." And he says, "Oh yeah." He said, "Yeah, we're gonna get in the bath together later." And his hype man's looking at uh, <laughs> looking at Mike going, You have a bath together? And Mike goes, Yes, what my highlight of the week. <laughs> and you think that's just a throwaway joke, then later on you see Mike and little Dickie in the in the bath together with Mike rubbing the stuff on his back. Oh, that's tremendous. That is that even is though brilliant. even though he lives with his girlfriend. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, you couldn't have ended that better. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I, you know how every week we do this show, and anybody that does religiously listen, and we must have some people, because we, we barely promoted the last couple of shows, and we've still had listens to them, so, so some yeah, people yeah, must listen to our show religiously, and if you do, then you'll know that 
what happens to me a lot is each week you give us recommendations and I actually do go off and watch those that you say I should go watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never watch them beforehand, um, which I know is a great source of frustration for you, but I do do it in retrospect, which must mean that you're doing a good job of selling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dave mention, is definitely the one. I forgot to mention that it's on BBC Two in the UK. It's just, just on, I think, all episodes are now on iPlayer, so you can watch it all in one go. Basically, it's part of that deal that the, the BBC held of FX, which brought you know, um, what we do in the shadows, devs, and uh, Dave. Oh, tremendous. Tremendous. And what a, uh, that's a great, great note to end on, Daz. Uh, I think that's uh, the next yep. series I'm going to watch. And uh, and it seems like it's going to be more entertaining than talking to you uh, at the end of this at the end of this show. So I think I'm going to run off and do that. I'm oh, joking. Right, mate, uh... <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only, I couldn't do this show without you. You know, who else would, would put up with my madness and could, you know, go through those turbulent choppy waters that i took you through for 45 minutes and somehow somehow come out the other end of it i don't know but uh but i think if if anybody got to the end of this show all i hope is that they had as much fun as we did that's all i can hope for people because i had a lot of fun and i never realized that sweating or sweating that laughing can make you sweat so much it's weird but you learn something new every day like don't play Monopoly with your 53-year-old Chinese mother-in-law. You learn something new every day. And with that in mind, if you do like our show, you do like our our random ambles, uh, then we usually do it at the start of every show. If you like it when we're a little bit more structured and you like to hear what we've been watching, we sometimes do that in our shows. Um, But what we do do is we do turn up every week with a show and we do it to have fun. And we do it so that hopefully the people that are listening have fun but we'd love to hear back from people. So start following us on all social medias, looking for Pop Culture Climate. You can find us on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, all of them, every one of them, CastBox, you, you name it, we're on there. Um, and with that in mind, I think that's really all I've got to say. So it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him. Yay, Daz, that's the end. I think that's about two hours, roughly. Once yeah. I've thrown some music, I'll definitely be able to get to it. Right, download... Yes. Download, download, download.